Welcome to the Empowering Path podcast. I'm Jess Frost, aka the Highly Sensitive Coach, and this is a podcast dedicated to fellow highly sensitive people and empaths. My life's work is now dedicated to empowering HSPs and empaths to own their sensitive superpowers and thrive as their authentic selves. Should we get stuck in? Welcome to episode 12 of the Empowering Path podcast. Hello, hello. I am so excited to be chatting confidence with you today. A very, very important topic when you're going on your individual journey of empowerment. The multi-layered, multifaceted topic of confidence. I could talk about for hours, <laughs> but I'm going to attempt to condense this and just hopefully give you some assurance if you are someone that feels they struggle with their confidence. I really hope that this can light a little fire inside of you to start the incredible journey with your confidence. I think many of us believe that confidence is almost like an end goal and that we kind of separate people in society and go, oh, she's really confident. I'm not confident at all, you know? And in our society, in this culture that we live in, we love a label. Now, I'm not expecting you to know what your labels are because it does take some kind of digging. And I'm not quite sure what stage you are with your self-development journey, but we love a label. So let's use the example of, I'm sensitive, I'm too sensitive. Okay, with, with being highly sensitive, absolutely, we are sensitive. It's a personality trait, that is who we are. But the label too sensitive can be really damaging and really um, limiting in terms of what we, you know, what space we hold, what goals we go for and how we do show up as ourselves. We also, I think in this, in this culture, cling on to introvert and extrovert. And I hear this so much with in fact, I hear it with my old dialogue, but a lot with my one-to-one private clients, I'm, I'm I'm an introvert and I'm not very confident. I couldn't do what that person's doing. This kind of thing. And almost like grouping together confidence with extroversion, which really isn't the case. You know, we can be both introverted and extroverted We can have periods of even our monthly cycle where we will feel incredibly extroverted in a different energy to what we'd be feeling when we're introverted and we just want to kind of hibernate and we don't want to be putting ourselves out there, which is absolutely fine. It's a, it's a, it's like an ebb and a flow. And that's the beauty of it. That's why I've fallen in love with my journey with confidence you know, we we live in a culture that breeds the feelings of unworthiness, 
of not being enough. We're striving for beauty standards that are outdated and dangerous. We have become so far removed with what we really are, who we really are, what we really enjoy, what we're passionate about, because we should, the dreaded should, we should be more like this. I should be doing this. I should feel like this. I should look like this. This tiring hamster wheel of trying to be, I guess, accepted. Because that, at our very core, is all we need, all we want, all we desire is acceptance, is a tribe. So we're moulding ourselves to belong and to be accepted in this world. The labels and the stories and the narratives that we have in our adult lives are largely created in the imprint period of our childhood. So up to the age of seven. And that is where often we learn to keep ourselves small to be accepted. We model the behavior of those people around us, those role models, those adults adults that we have around us and the schools we go to, the teachers we have, the communities we live in. And we will put into our unconscious those sides of ourselves that were perhaps shamed for being too confident. Maybe authentically as a child, which I think a lot of children are, we were like being our true selves and being bold and standing in our like true powers as a child. And we're told, oh God, don't be too much. You're too loud. You know, be quiet. And by doing that, we do shrink ourselves to fit in. And we cling on to these labels and these stories and these narratives, A, because they're so entrenched. And unless we unlock that door to our shadow, which is our unconscious mind, and start kind of sifting through and getting rid of a lot of that bullshit, quite frankly, that the limiting beliefs, behaviours, thoughts, and trauma that's stored in there, you know, we, we, we just carry on. We carry on just moulding ourselves and making sure that we don't upset the apple cart and we make everyone else feel comfortable actually not showing up as our true selves. And I think we do it for safety because we don't know any different. And actually stepping outside of who we've always been can feel terrifying. So why would I? I'm just going to say as I am. But today I'm calling bullshit on this. And I'm saying this because I've been through this journey and I wanted to share my path with this because three years, three, four years ago, five years ago, I, on the surface level, might have looked confident to certain people. I was in a recruitment sales role that, you know, was heavily targeted. I was having to you know, get out of comfort zones, strive for targets, get on the telephone, sell a service and bring in sales. And I was in a band, you know, for the last 10 years, I have dipped in and out of kind of musical ventures. And I sang in a band again on the face of it. Well, she must be confident. 
inside are like I can only describe it as like crippled and paralyzed by fear um fear of judgment and what everyone would think and say about me uh fear of my body image and standing up on stage like that terrified me like no I'm I, I wanted to be a few pounds lighter I wanted to be able to look good in this outfit what are they going to think of me I would just be tormented by the horrible voices in my head and the thoughts that were keeping me small and telling me that I'm not a good singer. I'm not good enough. I shouldn't be doing this. Why am I doing this? And they're just asking me to do this out of pity. Like all of these awful, awful thoughts. And, you know, I would find days where in my job role, there were certain definitely days of the month where I, you know, felt on fire and I'd be like, yes, I'm going to do sales. I'm going to get on the phone. I'm going to bring in clients. I'm going to bring in business. And, you know, I did. And then there'd be other days where just the thought of picking up that telephone, like, was paralyzing. Just, I can't, I, I can't even describe it. It was like someone had just removed all the experience that I'd had in my brain of my job, which was 15 years worth, and that I was on my day one, straight out of uni, you know? And yeah, it it was like, oh my God, literally everyone's going to listen to this call. They're going to think I'm really shit. The clients are never going to want to book with me. Like everything was going on. It was just chaos in my brain. And it was only until I actually started noticing this and getting a sense of something, there's something else awaiting. There's something different that I could be doing that is utilizing my skill set, but with a bit more flexibility and something that I can actually be me, like the true me, but I wasn't sure what that was. You know, I knew that, yeah, just something bigger, something bigger was coming, but I didn't know how to tap into it. And it was when, um, yeah, when COVID first happened, I thought, right, I know I want to start my own business. I'd, you know, when I left uni, I studied psychology, always had aspirations of being a counsellor, a therapist, and fell into my recruitment job because it was helping people. It was helping people find work, finding their dream job. And in a way that's similar to what I'm doing, but I knew that I wanted to have my own business. I knew that I wanted to build a business for me that was on my terms that fitted around my lifestyle. And I think when COVID hit again, it, you know, I was able to work from home and I was noticing actually this does serve me. Like I can work really well for myself on my own. And yeah, I just need to do certain tweaks in terms of my energetic flow and just give myself like flexibility to move working times in my day. Um, and I thought I want this really, really bad. Like I'd established what my goal was and what my purpose was, but I still was hitting a ceiling because I did not know how to break through that confidence barrier, how to show up. So I would be able to build a community and build a business and attract soulmate clients towards me. I just did not know how to make that happen, how to have those actionable steps and how to actually understand who I was really to my core 
so I could then encourage people authentically to do the same. Because I think what a lot of the resistance we feel about showing up as ourselves is because we don't even freaking know what that is. Like we don't even know who we are. We've likely as an empath and a highly sensitive person been running around after everyone else for so long, you know, keeping ourselves small, but making sure that everyone else was being themselves and having a lovely time and being happy and being fulfilled and being looked after and cared for, you know? So we have no idea what lights us up, what path we want to take ourselves down. Like, is it even possible? Like, who am I? And also, like, one of the things that I've really, really, really studied and taken time to understood, to understand, sorry, over the past few years is shame. And it's something that when I invested in my first kind of confidence boosting program and my one-to-one coaches that I worked with, yeah, really intensely over the past few years is understanding the labels and beliefs that we have, but also the layer of shame. And shame is something that probably some of us will listen to this and be like, no, I don't really have any shame. Like, I don't really feel shame. But I urge you, if this any of this is resonating, to check out the work of Brené Brown, if you haven't already. There's an incredible book called Men, Women and Worthiness, which blew my mind. And shame is something that we're all probably likely to have. And if we don't meet our shame and understand it and embrace it, then it will govern us and we'll sit in our shadow in that unconscious mind and we'll create certain behaviours that we're modelling in adult life. Things like perfectionism, and that's something that I really struggled with. Um, Perfectionism, like workaholic, wanting everything to be perfect, like seeking that external validation from employers, not able to do that myself. And what this shame really, really, really boils down to is true core feelings of not being enough and not being worthy, which then manifests in unconscious, subconscious beliefs that who am I to show up and take space in this world? Who am I to say that I can help others and put myself out there and show up as me? Who am I to do that? Like, no, that's not what people like me do. And those those beliefs and those thoughts and that shame will just sit there and will hold you back. And will hold you back from really cultivating confidence. So when I think of confidence, I don't just think, oh, you know, it's, you know, practice, just keep showing up. Absolutely, that is a core aspect of it. But unless we understand what's lurking in our shadows, in our unconscious mind, and some conscious thoughts and beliefs, 
And that layer of shame that Brené talks about in, in her incredible books and her research, we just keep ourselves where we are. And we'll never really tap into and show up as our authentic selves that we're really, really, really craving to be. And so everything feels out of kilter. So why the hell would you start showing up now? So that is a massive part of my one-to-one coaching program. Because people will often come to me and they've done like the surface level part of self-development. They kind of understand that they're holding themselves back. They've done a lot of reading, a lot of podcasts. They might have joined some group programs and done workshops, but they know what they want, but they don't know how to put it into action. And they're kind of, yeah, paralyzed, a bit lost as to how to make this happen and how to really start building confidence in themselves and what they want for their lives. So one of the starting points is kind of establishing what these labels and beliefs are in the shadow, getting people to look into shame and how this could potentially be playing a big part. I do a lot of work with my clients using um, neuro-linguistic programming to work with the core beliefs of not being worthy and not being enough and that shame level. And letting that old shadow stuff go. I use timeline therapy, which is a way to release negative emotions that we have from the past that are actually soaking into the present. And it's such a powerful way to start the program. To really look at what is the reason that you're not getting out of your own way. Because it's not, you haven't read this book or that book or listened to these podcasts. It's stuff that you might not even be, you probably aren't even aware of yet because it's in your unconscious. And it's how can we use some therapeutic techniques to help chip away at that. And asking yourself, like really, truly, what am I not doing? Because I don't see myself as confident. That question is so powerful. I urge you to ask yourself this today. What am I not doing? Because I'm not confident in bunny ears. It's so, so, so powerful. And you, you can get over this. You can. Please see me as a prime example of someone that was able to do it. That find people in your, in your community, in your social media space that is doing exactly that. That's overcome these hurdles and see them as inspiration. Because once you've started to remove the old beliefs and the stuff that's really affecting you in in that shadow, you can then start that incredible practice of practice, you know, of starting to show up, taking little baby steps, whatever that looks like in in your world and, and, and towards your goals, showing up, whether that means working with a coach to give you that accountability, to have someone holding space for you whilst you trip because failure is something we really need to start embracing. Vulnerability is something that is so important in this process. You are safe to be vulnerable. You're safe to practice. You're safe to fall over. And I'm there to help pick you up. What can we learn from that? And let's let's try again. 
and experiment with this incredible confidence process. You can be an introvert and be confident. You can have days where you feel introverted and be confident in the same way that you can be an extrovert and feel crippled and not confident. You know, we don't have to just be defined by these labels. We can create a new narrative about ourselves. And by doing that, like by just showing up as the real you, the you that was born onto this planet before it was imprinted on that you that is so in tune with your intuition and is so divinely guided by the universe and trusts the process. And that energy that you put out there, people hear that, people feel that, and you will attract your tribe. You will naturally start attracting people on a similar wavelength to you, and you'll create the life that you're dreaming of. And you will genuinely care less what people think of you. You really will. When you start to realise that this is a practice and that it takes so much courage and vulnerability to do this, you will come at it from with compassion for other people, you know, and know that when you see people showing up, you're like, you go girl, you go guy. Like, you know what that takes to do that. And we celebrate each other and we encourage each other to do it and to take those steps. And you really, like I say, will care less what people think. And if people are triggered by what you're doing, then I hope that that light that is shining on them enables them to cultivate their own confidence, to recognise actually they're just showing me something I'm craving in myself. By them showing up boldly and doing what they want to do and standing in their power and not giving a shit and just, yeah, doing them. You know, carving a new lifestyle for themselves that works for their highly sensitive nature and their empath nature. You know, that, is so awe-inspiring. And if you ever get triggered by anything, see it as a just a gift, that that is just a part of you that's desperate to come out. So I really, 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 really hope this resonates with you. It's been, honestly, investing time, energy, and money in my confidence. And when I say confidence, like multi, multi multi-layered. And I learned so much from the incredible queen who is Erica Kramer, the queen of confidence on Instagram. And I would talk about her so much and I would talk about her forever because she's changed my life with a program that isn't just like about a surface layer of building confidence. It's about going to the deepest, darkest areas of our mind to rewire ourselves And when you know who you really are and what you really want, confidence feels so much easier because everything's in alignment. You're not showing up inauthentically and it feels icky and wrong. You're showing up as you 
proud to be you and this is possible. I I really cannot stress this enough. If you're listening to this and being like, no, I just can't imagine that. Like it is possible. So please do reach out. If any of this has resonated, if you think someone's going to benefit from this, please do share and tag me in your post. It means the world to try and get these messages to as many highly sensitive people and empaths as possible. Um, You don't have to do this process alone. It's why I've created my business. It's why I do one-to-one coaching that enables you to do this process safely with someone holding space for you and keeping you accountable. It is possible. It is possible. So I thank you for your ears today. I am sending so, so much love. Please do keep your eyes peeled for a new exciting program that is going to be coming at you even before the year is out. And that's going to be a safe community space for you guys to start doing the work. And yeah, more details to follow. I'm not going to give too much away now, but yeah, I just love this conversation. I love talking confidence. I love cultivating confidence. I am still on this incredible journey. I have days where I literally feel completely void of confidence, but I know that that will change. And then tomorrow's a new day and I might have the energy and be on that energetic field to make a podcast, to do a live, to show my face on social media. It is steps, baby steps. Get out of the comfort zone. Do something today that makes your bum hurt. Just take little steps. I've got you. And I'll see you soon. You have been listening to the Empowering Path podcast. I'm Jess Frost, also known as the Highly Sensitive Coach. You can find me on Instagram and please, please do reach out. If this has resonated with you in any way, I would love to hear your thoughts. So do drop me a DM and yeah, let's have a chat. But until next time, please look after yourself and protect that energy.